What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Middle call. I just was watching Patrick McCaw hug Steph. That's kind of fucking weird. Hey, Bermed! Uh, you know, Clay Thompson! Clay! <laughs> oh, my God. What a tease that was, huh? Yeah, it really was. Because it was classic, like, kind of NFL player. You're like, oh, he's fine. He's going to shake it off. And then they kind of like tell them, he's like, I'm good. And they're like, go back. And he's like, kind of shakes his head and then he runs back. And you're like, oh, he's going to come right back. And then, did you notice the broadcast did a terrible job when they came back from the fourth quarter? Because Jonas was out there. They didn't let anyone know if Clay was on the bench. So I text someone at the game, like, is he on the bench? Like, no. I'm like, well, that's not a good sign. Because he went out. Doris's report came after that. Well, he went out with like four or five minutes left in the fourth, right? And then everything kind of happened. He comes back and he goes away. So you're like, okay. But then they go away for the fourth quarter and then they come back to the broadcast and they just don't let you know right away. Doris didn't come on probably to a couple minutes in. And then once they showed that video of him crutching out, you're like, uh, yeah. Uh, is this Chase Center going to be a 42 win team? I mean, yeah. that, that's, is that one of the most devastating potentially two game stretches in NBA history? In Again, not just. What, yeah, just the dominoes. Future Hall of Famers getting injured in back-to-back games. Well, I mean, it's potentially losing to the arguably the best player, right? And what's that? I uh, mean, just put say it this way, John. You agree, Clay's probably going to be a Hall of he's going to be a Hall of Famer. That's two future well, Hall of Famers a, a getting Hall of Famer guy. Yeah, sorry. Well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, two two future Hall of Famers. To my original statement, getting injured in back-to-back games in the NBA Finals. Guy, if Clay doesn't get hurt tonight, what is he? What's his line? Does he score 42? 40? Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking on fire in Fuego. And, and, and I'll tell you, it's easy to say this, but I think that I do think they win the game if Clay. I, I'm not, it's not one of those like they were gonna. It wasn't yeah, that. But they lost, they lost I don't know well, what the final score but They lost by one. No, I know. And they, they were playing with Jonas Trepko. Yeah. yeah Quinn, I, Quinn I, I think for critical so. possessions. What What's the most, I mean, to me right now, it's just what, what were you yelling about as that game was frozen on nine tenths of a second? Um, Steph Hatton, dude. I mean, like, can't ask for anything more. That's what you do. I, I guess if I was going to ask for a little more, I would have asked it. I would have asked it. Would have liked uh, Demarcus to be able to get to that ball, but we, you know, you can't get to what you can't get to. But well, my question would be, if we're getting really nitty gritty in this whole thing, Steve, you got how many? How much time was on the clock? Nine seconds. Nine. Ten seconds. Yeah. So if you're going to get Steph an open three, it has to be on the inbound, right? Because they're going to set their defense if you try to run a play. So I go, okay, I get that. But you don't need a three 
Could you do something else? I don't know. Could you use him as a decoy? Now, who are you decoying him for? I, I don't know. But now maybe his comment would be, well, we get the three up. Hopefully we get the rebound. Well, I'd go, well, fuck, you haven't got a rebound the last 10 minutes of the game. How yeah. many second chances? Point, or, I mean, I don't even know points, like but attempts. I know. It felt like none. It felt like none. And that's really where those where I where I thought like nine sec- did that feel like the longest eight point one seconds ever when the ball was loose? I kept waiting well, for the he, horn and got, I couldn't take my loose. eyes off the ball and look at the clock. I just kept waiting for the horn and the horn wasn't wasn't sounding. Yeah, once it got loose I knew they were screwed. Yeah. Once it got loose I knew they were screwed. I yeah. and I don't like what Mark Mark and I don't blame him. I'm a little petty myself. He tried to get a little petty shot in there like you got to tell them in the, in the huddle about the timeouts. And then Breen's like, well, if they don't call a timeout, they're celebrating on the floor right now. Right. So it's like, they're, it's just pure desperate. Like if someone has yeah. a gun to your head, if the, fi- if the finality of life of a game or whatever is there, you just freak. I don't blame them for freaking. And all three of them did it. So maybe, maybe it was a smart play. Like if something, maybe they were told to do it. If you're in a, I don't know. I don't think. I just think they were I would have liked to. Uh, you know, it's Draymond like, like could have gotten the am- ball. If, if Draymond could have got the ball to Siakam there, but I don't. I mean, past Siakam, but I don't think he he would have had to like give it this yeah. crazy pass from his ass to Steph. To me, if you like get it, it, if you get ambushed, you just freak. You know, and then it was just well, it, just, saved, just, it saved it. It gave them an ounce of, of a sliver of hope that you know there were still nine tenths left. Yeah, I just I, I just hope that because uh, like if it was a one point game there, then they still would have had the inbound. You still could have tried to get a full court, or you know, or if obviously if Kawhi misses that free throw at the end, the last one. So I, it actually I, wasn't it wasn't that dumb a play. I, I I was adamant that anything less over this run with three straight championships was a failure. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you my thoughts on that after easewellness.com promo code ham guy. And that's what Clay Thompson, he's going to need some ease, uh, probably a lot of ease. I would imagine that he already uses some ease, but man, hey, somewhere, hopefully he's okay. God, but he's going to need some easewellness.com CBD CBD. I, I, I ordered some today. I wish I had some because I was so goddamn stressed out guy during that second half. Not, I mean, I had a little money on the game, whatever it sucks to lose. But I had to pour myself a cocktail because I, I just needed some. I, I, I wasn't going to be able to sleep. And I, luckily, I ordered my easewellness.com. I got an upper, and I got a little nighttime, little some drops. It's the craze of the U.S. Open. They're all chewing the gum. Uh, easewellness.com, promo code HAM. That's right. Use the promo code HAM, and you get 20 bucks off your first Ease Wellness order, and you get any delivery. With promo code or not, any delivery over 50 bucks is free. And this podcast is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag, which uh, will be what, first what do you time. think about some of my picks right now? I got Tiger. Yeah. Minus one. He's still he's still in the mix. Uh, Kucher minus two. Slow, steady. He had a bit. He had that huge bending. Oh, he putt. hit the big. Yeah, yeah the birdie. For- uh, Jordan and Phil. Not feeling great about Jordan. I would make Phil, this your last Jordan bet for a while. But eventually, guy, he's gonna win. Phil, is I actually he- think. Phil had a, could just have a stretch where he gets like three or four birdies tomorrow. I, I don't feel I'm totally out of it with okay. Phil. Uh, How about Rosie? Kisner, Kisner I, I wish I had Rose. Yes, I wish I had Rose. Rose a machine, bro. Rosie, yeah. He's a, he's a machine. Is that, isn't that what Kepka called him? Rose, and then Tiger called him that too. It's like, man, Rosie yeah. took on the course and he won. 
Well, here's the thing. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1, they have live bets, and you can live bet golf. So right now, you know, especially after tomorrow, like Saturday, Sunday, you can get some decent odds on guys that are like two or three shot, shots back. Like the likelihood that Rose wins this tournament, probably, I mean, decent, but you can get all the guys that are right behind them right now at, you know, solid odds. Not what they were. Like Ricky was 30 to one. He's probably now, you know, four to one, but you can ebb and flow it. MyBookie.ag right. live bet. We'll be doing that tomorrow, Friday, when you listen to this, when we're walking Pebble. Uh, at the U.S. Open, look for us. Uh, watching, looking at the podium right now, the uh, Raptors are uh, are up there. They what do you think to... about what do you think about Silver's look? Do you think him and Malcolm Gladwell are related? I mean, it's weird because the skinny, the super skinny, tall guy can pull off the bald look like it's really normal, right? Like it, he wears it; it's just a normal kind of look for him. It's the short bald guy. Actually, there's a short bald guy right next to him pulls it off decent, but he's got the hair. You can't be super fat and bald and not have a great body. Like we saw one of those guys like a, a month ago when you and I were at an event. We're like, full. That's a bad look. Where were we? We were. I can't say it because it might give it away if the guy's oh. listening, which he might be. You never know. Okay. Um, but it was a terrible look. Yeah, you have to remind me of that right uh, later. Uh, dude, I I don't. Man, okay, here's my here's okay, my take. So so teased. is it a failure? Yeah, you teased. You, I'm collecting myself. I'm not a, I'm not a great teaser, so it's not a. No, that was good. That was really good. Because you, you would admit when if I told you when Kevin Durant signed, he was going to be here for three years. You got Clay, Steph, and Draymond, and then even like a like half a year into that, even before they went to the playoffs with Kevin, it was clear like holy shit, this works, right? It was like okay, championship or bust. Boom, yeah, two yeah. championships. Yeah. To me, this year. Still championship or bust because you know they're the best team. Well, when Kevin Durant tears Achilles, I still say championship or bust because these guys have proven it. Now their backs were against the wall. But then you saw this game, like Toronto came out throwing haymakers and the Warriors just fucking take it on the chin. And then even the night, Clay, like you said, 42. I mean, guy, honestly, is there a chance he goes for like 48? He just hits like four or five more threes <laughs> in the fourth. Yeah. He was he was on fire. Or or maybe they start doubling him and then Steph goes off. Like, it was just maybe they win this game by 10. And then, you know, it's cliche, but anything can happen in game seven. I wouldn't say a failure, but it would still have been a pretty big letdown. I have a, I have a hard time calling it a failure when if you would have told me, well, in one of the – they're going to win two of the three, and in one of them they're going to lose Kevin Durant to a calf that looks like a season ender, but then he comes back and then he tears Achilles – and then the following game, when they're up like four, Clay's just going bananas, and he might have tear on his ACL. I'd be like, well, can I just say failure? I, you know, I'd have to maybe pull back off that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, again, we always say, like, well, if, if Jimmy breaks his leg, you know, well, that's kind of what happened. Well, yeah, and also, like, obviously when we talk about championships, it is black and white. You either won the championship – or you didn't win the championship. Like no right? asterisk is just by Toronto, there's, right? Yeah, there's no there's no asterisk. And so anything we say moving forward, they are the champions and they are the worthy champions because the only qualification to be a worthy champion is that you won the championship. That's all you need. Yeah, you're ordering the ring. That's it. I when when Kevin got hurt, John, I I thought there's a real chance they lose tonight by 17. When Clay got hurt, when he tore his Achilles. Yeah, <laughs> yes. 
when he tore his Achilles <laughs> and it and and was ruled out for the 2020 season. Um, I that I thought. I thought they could get blown out. They didn't. You notice when Achilles got- is the coolest sounding like ligament of them all, like ACL, PCL, like elbow, like Achilles just sounds pretty well, sweet. Yeah, all the other things that people were saying around the calves, like all the guys that were trying to sound smart about the different tendons, they all sounded awful. Oh, like, terrible. Liz, Liz Frank is the worst injury. You can yeah, have. It's just all, the it's ugliest terrible. thing. Um, but when Clay got hurt, I was pretty confident they, they were going to stay in that game and they had a chance to win. Now, I was thinking they, they might need him back for game thought, seven. Didn't you but, think he would come back? Nah, because Clay doesn't. Clay's not the lie around, wiggle around, and then come back guy. You know, like Clay is bleed from the head and try and stay in the game guy. But but after he comes back, shoots the free throws. Yeah, he kind of walks to the corner after they foul, and he's like, "I want to stay in." And they point like, "Bro, you got to go back." Yeah, I'm I with you. I didn't it feel is, great but... when he came back that he was staying back. After it became clear, like that they had just told him if he ever wants a hope of coming back in the game, he's got to shoot the free throws. Do you think the doctor, I don't want to use this word it's a good question. cavalierly, I don't want to say malpractice, but just did he choke? The weir- no, the, I'm kidding. <laughs> the weirdness around the doctors right now, and may, did they overcompensate? Well, did you think that before you saw him limping out? Yeah, because I think Mark Jackson said it right away, or one of them said it right away. He's like, bro, they got to be careful with this. They just well, yeah, saw he's just happen. like, do you want? Do you got to wonder if everything going on. And then I'm like, is the team doctor like on Twitter? Like, oh my god, everyone's second guessing us. <laughs> you know, I don't, you although either, Wanda you either, was on you Good Morning. You either do the test or you don't, right? Yeah. So, and then the Doris report. His dad, Michael, was there. Did you hear a pop? I did not hear a pop. But you see the replay. <laughs> Michael Thompson being in the. <laughs> how about, how, I was, how about so Doris's bad? report was confusing because it was like, and then he told his pop that he didn't, he did not hear a pop, is what he said to pop. Um, yeah, I take that was finals MVP. But I was comment. Now, do you think could they have won Game Seven on the road without Clay? I mean, I I wouldn't. Have that would have been a challenge. That would have been a challenge. What would you What would you have guessed that line would have been like seven or eight? Yeah, because it was it was plus three tonight. Or they were minus, they, the 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 Raptors were plus three tonight on the road with Clay in the game. So at home without Clay, probably seven and a half. Yeah, seven. So I mean, it would have had blowout written all over it, right? I don't know. I, I well, you see the way team, they play defense against Clay, or I mean Steph. It's like a quadruple team. I know, but these guys, the way the Warriors played after Clay got hurt was pretty incredible. Someone needed to send Draymond a memo. Like, I love everything he stands for going 90 miles an hour, but you can't play super fast. You don't have both the splash bros in there because not everyone can play at your speed. The other thing, and I really noticed it tonight, you're right. I don't think the Warriors are the greatest pass catching team of all time. I think Iguodala and Livingston are elite pass catchers. So Draymond can throw them the three feet away, 90 mile an hour bullet, and they catch it normally. But any other player... It hits him in the head. It flies right by him. Like, Draymond is going to have to learn if Livingston retires and they just, like, trade Iguodala as an expiring, you can't throw the Nolan Ryan fastball when when I can touch you. Like, most people can't catch that ball. Like, do you notice the the, the Raptors passes? They're just kind of soft, and they're just – you just kind of hand them. You know, the, Draymond throws these BBs. I know. I mean – BBs. Yeah. Boogie had a Boogie had a couple moments. Yeah, he did. He had way more highs than than not. And I mean, he was really good. I thought. I mean, would you say Van Fleet of this game was the MVP for sure? Incredible. I mean, Kawhi's now a two-time Finals MVP. But yeah, Van Fleet was just un. 
unbelievable. There were so many plays, man. I mean, the turnovers obviously were a big thing. I, Draymond, when he got fouled, but there was no whistle, and they threw his arms up to accentuate the foul and lost the ball. Is it? Um, is there any player thought, in the NBA? I thought Lowry getting called for that foul, that was a bailout. Boogie just it was bullshit, powered yeah. him over. It was like Shaq versus <laughs> well, fucking me. We could me. complain two ways on this. but Yeah, to me, the, the officiating was fine. It was – you go through stretches when you I, – I would imagine Raptors – fans i don't even they wouldn't admit this because they love him but if you just watch a lot of Kawhi leonard you're like god is he even playing that well and then he can have back-to-back plays where you're like this guy might be the best player i've ever seen <laughs> you know he just has these like and ones where he goes through these guys gets these layups you're like jesus christ well yeah you know he feels like he feels like a football player to me in that, like, in football, if you're not in like on every... Like Julio Jones or something? Like, break yeah. a tackle? Well, just... But I just mean, like, in football, if you're not in on every play, that's fine. No one's expected to be in on every play, like, if you're a star-wide receiver, right? Like, they don't throw to you on every single play. And there are... You're right. There are possessions where you're like, oh, get it to CI. Oh, they got it to Gasol. Oh, he's open. Oh, what a nice... Oh, Van Vliet got loose. Like, oh, Lowry, what? And you're like, oh, wait, they haven't gotten the ball to Kawhi in a while. But he's just so impactful. What was Draymond's line that I haven't even looked at the stats yet? Well, he at one point in time, he had 15 rebounds, which felt like in the third quarter. I bet he had 20 boards. His, his rebounds were stupid. Uh, he hit a couple threes. Clearly, but he's did he, have, he had a triple-double, right? And did he score enough, or was did he uh, score enough? Well, he had, he, might 19, not he had 19 rebounds. Yeah, 19 rebounds, 13 assists, 11 points. So how many triple doubles did he well, have? Well, he almost had a quadruple double guy. He had eight turnovers. Okay, well. And you, like, even the biggest Draymond supporter, and I bet Draymond will say this after the game, like, I kind of fucked this at points. Like, he had some bad turnovers. He had a couple, like, I'm trying to think of a guy in the NFL that just throws a, like, Roethlisberger will have him. Like, he had one deep down the, like, he gets the rebound, either Quinn Cook or Livingston, is like probably at the half court line. He tries to hit him at the free throw. It was line. Quinn Cook, yeah. And was it like Van Fleet or one of those guys? Just like Ed Reed in the backfield, just pick. It's like and Draymond knew right away. Like, God damn it, I shouldn't have thrown it. Where he looks open, and so Draymond lets it rip, and Van Fleet just perfectly at the hash, you know, breaks on it, picks it, and then they get like an easy layup. They John, had a couple of those. His line was incredible. I mean, just Dray- Draymond was one rebound in game four. And one uh, assist in game two away from four triple doubles. Yeah, again, like, he does all that shit with ease. I would imagine his, if he's sitting here, and after he took a deep breath, I don't know what he'd say right now, would just be like there was a couple times where I just can't afford to turn it over, and I did. It wasn't, he was, they don't. It felt like he's the only guy rebounding because, like you said, Cousins puts his hand up, but unless the ball falls into his hand, he doesn't get it. Do you notice that? Like yeah. Kawhi will just come out of fucking nowhere like Jesus and just grab the ball. You're like, where did he come from? Same with Draymond. You'll be like, what the hell? Where? What? But Boogie, who feels like the biggest guy on the court, and both of his hands are straight up, and he's got to have a wingspan of like seven feet, and you're like, oh, this is going to be easy. And then you're like, he didn't get the rebound. Is that because he's not jumping? I, I, I've, yeah, I don't I think he's got any lift. But still, he's so high up. Does I know. He, I, I didn't quite understand that one oh, guy. I, did, I just remembered something I, was, I wanted to say in response to your thing about success or not. So, obviously, you win and you, or you lose. It's black and white. But I do feel – you know how I feel a little bit here? 
in a different way, but like the 49ers Super Bowl loss and then the Seahawks loss when Navarro got hurt. I just, even though it's disappointing that you lost, I do feel like I got such an incredible finals out of that team. And they, like these last two games, John, for someone who has, it's been hard for me to be it just is, like is a pure Mike Brown, fan. Tom Sula in this analogy. No, <laughs> it's just, you know, like the more I, people ask me, oh, yeah, you're a yeah, fan yeah. of what I just, I want cool stuff to happen. That's what I root for. But the last cool. two games for me have been just your seat. No, such, such a high stress level. And I told my wife after, after game six, told Alyssa, like, I didn't even need them to win. I just really wanted a game seven so badly. Um, and I want, you know, and Clay and just the whole story. And I did start thinking before that last possession, like, if you could bottle a sports moments, you would bottle the Warriors timeout down two. Down one, down one. That's not, that's not really their thing, though, guy. You know what's weird to say? What's not? Like, just they're – I didn't have great faith that they were I didn't. Score. I, I didn't either. They are great at out-of-timeout plays, but it doesn't but feel like the end of the game they're ever hitting game winners. Yeah, like buzzer to beaters. me, they're not really game – they'd be better off if Toronto had the ball down one, right, right in that situation. But I'd I just, be like, okay. Yeah, no, totally. I'm, I'm with totally. you. I'm with I just you. mean that moment in sports is like – what we're always going for, right? When we're begging on Sunday that they're coming down 18 and I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good. No, about no, that. I wasn't particularly confident, but I just, I'm just saying like, we got so many of those moments out of this postseason. the lows led to the highs and just the drama that I can't call it a failure. Given yeah. the injuries, I, I given the injuries, I can't like, if you straight up got beat with Steph and Kevin, or I mean, Clay and Kevin on the court, that would be a 100% failure. I mean, guy, they might have a torn Achilles and a torn ACL. The two guys that are like, one guy's the number one player in the world, and the other guy's like ten. I mean, that's yeah. that's as, a big. As we as we record this, I have not seen a Clay uh, report. If Clay has a significant injury, and let's say he's going to miss significant time in 2019-20, that's not just a significant blow for the Warriors. That's a significant blow for the NBA. This is even Steph and Clay. Like Steph and Clay resonate with everyone. And I, I do think they were likable before Kevin showed up. They got clumped in with Kevin as a snake, so people started hating on them just naturally. And then I think these last like moments in the playoffs without Kevin, everyone's like, "God damn, the Splash Bros are cool!" Like because they're just the fucking Splash Bros. I mean, these guys are just nuts. They're just hitting these shots, and they're just hard not to like. If they're missing Clay, like what did we got an interview coming up next week with Dan Jeremiah? I already talked to him. He like Clay Thompson's favorite player. He's like, I'm not that big of an NBA guy, but I love like everyone you meet. You're like, God, I love Clay Thompson. Who doesn't? I mean, Clay Thompson's approval rate in the NBA is through the roof. Again, if it's a significant injury, that's a massive blow for the NBA. And, and I mean, for you and I that watch a lot of Warriors games, I mean, I'm not ready for the Quinn Cook, Steph Curry, 42 win, Draymond Green, and I don't know, man. And Boogie, can Boogie come back from midland? I mean, what, what did they do? Chase Center, that'd be a pretty big blow for Chase Center year one, correct? Yeah, well, I think those tickets were sold, right? No, I, I'm not saying financially. I'm just saying for what Joe, like Joe wouldn't be mad. The money's in the bank. It's more what he, you know, his ego's big. He wanted to come in with a bank, right? For sure. It, but I don't think, like, I think a team with Steph Curry. That, People would understand. It's like no, but, but, but John, I don't think a team with with like I still think they're a team that can win a couple playoff rounds, depending uh, yeah. on what you put around them. 
But it's just difficult to put around stuff. Oh, you're no to... doubt. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm just saying I wouldn't write that off for them from them having a shot to get to the Western Conference Finals. I think it'd be tough. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree it would be tough. I'm just saying I don't think they'd be some sloppy, like, No, I don't. I'm not, unwatchable. I'm not I still think there'd be drama. I think you just – it would feel more like the beginning of the whole thing when – no one really thought they were going to yeah, do anything. I mean, you're right. If, if you told me they won 43 games and Steph averaged 40 for the season, yeah, they'd be fun, right? Oh, they just showed the clay replay again. Um, someone cool? did. Someone did tweet an NFL guy at me. The inward motion by the knee is a telltale sign for you know what? Yeah. Like the when it goes when that it loose, and you could see when they had the high angle of him that he was saying like it went this way. Because that's what happens. You lose the lateral stability, correct? I'm Again, best. I'm not saying the I'll word. Ask, hold on. Let me ask Twitter. Well, the Twitter was pretty adamant what it was. Because I saw one guy was like, I'm not going to say the word. It starts with the same letter of what Kevin tore, but it's not that injury. Well, like, yeah, no shit. It's not the Achilles, you idiot. So we know what you're saying. How about? Uh... That'd be a devastating yeah. When in the history of professional sports guy have you watched a Super Bowl, a NBA Finals, or a World Series and see two devastating injuries star players? Like it's it's pretty unheard of. Is this a, is this a little like? I know it's random, but those two guys have just. I mean, the, what's the wear and tear on Clay the last five years? How many games he's played, right? And like Mark said, say what I mean. Mark Jackson, one good point. He is one of the more durable players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Does he get? I mean, he just just you have a lot of wear and tear. You're just playing 110 plus games a year, 82 plus another what, 25 ish, seven times four would be 28, give or take. Yeah, so 20, 102, 105, you know that range of games. It's a lot of it's just a lot of extra games that other guys aren't playing, especially at at the level. Like what's Clay? What are you doing this series? I don't know. I'm chasing James Harden. Clay, what are you doing this series? I don't know. I'm chasing Damian Lillard. Clay, what are you doing this series? I don't know. I'm chasing Kawhi Leonard. Like, Clay, for the last five years, it's like, who are you chasing? Oh, Kyrie Irving. You know, every series is some fucking guy that he's got to just run around. Oh, what do they need you to do? I just score 32. Yeah. Well, this is where it's great that he only plays 34 minutes a game. Um, I think the, you know, the bigger issue is that, like, this injury, the, the season's about to start. <laughs> the season's... Like we're we're just a few months away from the next season starting, right? Because we this season went really long for them again. Um, okay, when you, when you listen to this, news might be out or whatever. Let's just say this. Okay. If he if he tore his ACL, that does not change one iota the Warriors' contract offer, right? Correct. I don't think it can't because there's no like if the Warriors lowballed them, like why wouldn't the Laker? I mean, wouldn't all those teams offer him a max? Yeah. Would they still though? I think so. He's a, he's a little trickier if you're in win now mode. He's gonna miss a year. Yeah, I, I don't think it changes much. I mean, he might not, ACL. You might not miss a year though. Well, it's June. Yeah, he could be back by like May, right? Yeah, nine months. I do think, and as we've learned in the NFL more than the NBA. We got a little bullish with ACL rehabs when it came to Adrian Peterson. We've seen a lot of other guys. Like, it, it is a year injury. But, I mean, we were at practice. Jimmy's been, what, seven months? He's out there running around. Kind of. I mean, it's a little different. But, like, Jarek McKinnon, who's probably yeah, more. Yeah, I just, look, I, 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 yeah. 
Like Jared McKenna's not a practice when we go, and he's more like an NBA player, right? Has to cut and do different shit and run. Uh, yeah. It's not a positive podcast, guy. Well, no, look, I just think it's. I think that's like that'll have its time. I just, I'm still so kind of, I'm buzzing from the game itself. Like, the other crazy thing is Kawhi. How many points he scored tonight? You have the box score up? No. Uh... He he scored twenty two. I mean, Lowry had the, had twenty six, but what do you have? Twenty one in the first half. He was incredible. Siakam was pretty good. He that, had twenty six. You, you know, you know the one thing about the Raptors. She's like, who do I hate on this team? Nobody. They're <laughs> a really likable team, aren't they? I, I didn't really hate them at all. I, I don't hate anybody. I like their whole team. I like Van Vliet. I like Ibaka. I like Lowry. I, know, I like Gasol. I, I, I like Kawhi. I like Siakam. They I mean, their GM been... fired the coach of the year to hire a guy that had been beating the bushes most of his career. No, if they would have been playing anyone else for the Warriors, there would have been one million percent John Middlecoff rooting for the Raptors. Because I was like, oh, kind of like Kawhi. Even Lowry. I was like, you know, he does shit I kind of enjoy. He yeah. plays hard. He throws his body around. It's it's impossible not to like Ibaka. He's like the ideal role player. Siakam's pretty awesome. Van Fleet is just everything that I love and you know would want on my squad. Just a guy from a small school. It's a fucking quote unquote overachiever that you just go to war with. And then when he has a big game, like, don't you think tonight Raptors fans took more pride in his game and Larry, like, going nuts in the first half? Like, that's our guy. That's our guy. That's us. Like, Ibaka, Gasol, and Kawhi aren't their guys. So Sam Amick just tweeted that Kawhi was one vote away from being unanimous uh, MVP of the NBA Finals. Who voted for the, someone else? Do you want to guess? For the player? The player or the voter. I respect the hell out of this vote and this person. Warrior or Raptor? Raptor. You're just saying they voted for another Raptor? Another Raptor, yeah. Van Vliet? Yep, Van Vliet. Van uh, Vliet, uh, sorry. No, Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. Um, Sayu Jiri got a vote. <laughs> I, I don't know. You be Brown. Voted for Van Vliet. Yep. Is he getting crushed? Oh, I, no, I don't think he's getting crushed. Uh, I, I, I will, in defense of Hubie, like, it did feel like every game that they were playing well, Van Fleet was doing shit, right? What do you yeah, got? Yeah, I mean, he had, well, he had 22 okay, tonight. Your face got weird like you saw an up, injury update. I was like, Oof. Uh, No, I just was, I had some audio playing. We were trying to stop. Uh, he had 22 tonight. I was like, I thought his numbers would be better for the series. It felt, when they throw the stat up, like, Van Fleet, four for eight. I'm like, nah, I'm pretty sure he's nine for nine. From You're right. I mean, you can't vote for him. He had 11, 8, 11, 17. Now, tonight, like, I wonder if Hubie goes, well, this was the most important game of the series, especially when Clay went down. You can't afford to lose it and, you know, have chance go to game seven. He won them the game tonight. And Kawhi, like, it, it is fair to say Kawhi had moments of, like, Jordan, but yeah. he didn't just top to bottom dominate the series, right? Because I saw people tweeting before Clay got hurt. Well, if Clay goes nuts tonight and then they win game seven, does he throw his hat in the ring? Yeah. I Because I would have voted for him, wouldn't you? If he went for 40 tonight and then goes 40 in game seven, they win it? How does Clay not win it? And I'm not taking anything away from Steph. It's just the way the defense is playing. Steph's well, like Mark you, Jackson gave about, credit. He's like, he's doing the right shit. He's passing. What about Draymond, though? 
Well, I don't know if he just gets, you know, he just, I, I think he got, I got a score to get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Iguodala defended LeBron. What would have well, happened could... on Twitter if Clay had come back in that game? Well, it kind of went nuts when he came back, just limped back when someone yelled at him, bro, you can't shoot the free throws. Yeah. But I just you mean, know the, like, did you know that rule? I did know that rule, yeah. Does that rule exist in college too? Is that just like it, it a does. basketball rule? Yeah. So if you get fouled on a play and you have a bad injury, if you can't shoot the free throws, you are not allowed back in the game. Meaning if a substitute shoots the free throws for you, if somebody else shoots the free throws. Can you give me the logic behind that? What if I just hurt my leg so bad, but then I'm able to come back like a quarter later? I think if you're if somebody else is going to shoot your free throws for you, is it so like you can't manipulate it? Yeah. If it's like, just if 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 somebody else if is going like to shoot sh- your free throws, like a shack or like, something. Yeah, like I just fouled you, and you're a good free throw shooter. You're a bad free throw shooter, and somebody else. There's other all the other free throw shooters are good. Someone else is going to shoot your free throws. Because I, like, I can technically just pull you to the bench, right? I don't need to take you in the back. I can just say pull you to the bench if, yeah, I, if like, the ah, rule was different. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm cramping. Like, at, at first, I thought I'm like this rule's stupid, and then now I'm thinking about it, it makes sense. Because you would just yank Shaq anytime that happened, and just fucking put in like Derek Fisher, right? Or how bad were the Warriors night shooting free throws? Jesus oh, Christ, dude! It's it's like we start diving into some of the things that went wrong. Has Boogie always been a bad free throw shooter? I felt like he used to be better, but let me look. I I thought when he was on the Kings, he was a better free throw shooter. What did he? How many did he miss tonight? I'll look I mean, up his numbers. It felt like he missed half of them. I mean, uh, Iguodala has been bad for a while. He's career seventy four percent. He was tonight. We'll just put it into perspective. The Raptors. I always said five. They were twenty three at twenty nine. The Warriors were twenty one of thirty. So it wasn't that bad, but it felt like in the second half they missed a lot. Iguodala was one of five. He had some big ones. Demarcus missed three, but it was all in the fourth quarter. Clay and Steph. I mean, how many of those guys? Guy, they were sixteen of sixteen. Like those. How nails are those two? Mm. Like, even I thought at the end of the game, like, God, is Steph just going to miss the free throw? Maybe he's tired. Just nothing but the net. Mm. Mm. What do you think about Steph Curry's game tonight? He was 21 points. I thought he was good. Yeah, I mean, they were they were throwing the kitchen sink at him. It was defense. incredible. Yeah, like, it was incredible. Like, you really, like, Iguodala. What did Iguodala finish with, 22? He had some points. huge shots. Yeah. He had yeah twenty two. He was good. Oh, he had three. Th- he had three threes. I'm just I th- th- these last two games were so incredible, so high level. Well, I I think here's a big problem for the Warriors. If Draymond did not get the rebound, no one else is really rebounding. Yeah, you know it's like Draymond had nineteen rebounds. I mean Draymond's not. Well, shack. how many did they have as a team? They had forty two, so he I mean basically at half. Yeah. No, it was but, I mean Dr- Draymond is like a you Draymond had a big time game. What would you expect? I'd be like 15. I'd actually go like fifteen assists, twelve boards, eighteen points, something like that. To me, the nineteen boards was just because they needed him. No one else could even rebound. They don't no one can rebound. How can Boogie be so goddamn big guy and not rebound? That's what I don't get. Now, I do get it because Siakam and Kawhi are flying like Superman through the air. Yeah, they're more athletic. It was a pretty devastating night. You know, there's no way around it. You lose 
I, I think people come to grips like it was going to be hard to win the NBA championship. To me, the story, I mean, is like if Clay to lose Clay mid game was a pretty big kick in the dick. Yeah. Yeah. That, just, that was tough. I mean, you got to start Jonas Jarepko to start the fourth quarter. I mean, Quinn. And then, what do you think about Mark going, you know, I can't, I can't do a good Mark Jackson, but, you know, with, to Van Gundy and Breen, like, I, the game's all the marbles are on the line. You can't roll these guys out here, guys. I, can, I couldn't do it. Like, well, Mark, what are you supposed like, Clay's in the fucking locker room. I didn't room. hear him say that. When did he say that? Well, to start the fourth quarter because they started Jarebko. I just heard him say, Jarebko, you can't leave him alone. He can shoot threes. No, they started Jarebko, Cook, I mean, Livingston. The, the lineup, they just, they basically rested Curry and Iguodala. Yeah. They had no, they didn't have a choice. Though. Well, Van, like, that's when had... Van Gundy said, like, Steve Kerr's got big balls <laughs> to put but this I, lineup out there right now. To me, they were just trying to get, like, Curry two minutes or something. Yeah. Once Clay went out, I, I can't fault him too much. Like, I'm sorry. You know, what What was he supposed to do? I, I can't crush Steve that much for that moment. No, I – like, his team was in the game after that. They had chances Draymond. to win the game. Draymond's edgy right now. He said, everyone thinks this is the end of it. That's just not smart. So he ain't giving up. Well, I mean, I don't blame him. Do you know that Fred Van Fleet was undrafted? Yeah. I got this text from our uh, our buddy AJ. He said, who's more mad right now, DeRozan or the Spurs? <laughs> That's a good question. I well, think DeRozan. The, yeah, because Kawhi just said, like, I'll just sit out again. Well, right. I mean, if you're the Spurs, like we could be, like we could win championships if you were still on our team, right? But I think they knew that. I think this Uncle Dennis told them, like, I'm not gonna play for yeah. you. Yeah, no, they did know that. That's probably what so made they're him just so angry. like, and you know, pops. I, I think once you get, it's probably not a good sign. I'm already like this in my early mid 30s. Pops, like, I, I this is just, I, I don't have the patience for this. Like, just trade him. Like, I can't deal with another fake quad injury for a year. Just trade him. Like. It's not like Pop knew that Kawhi was an elite, right? In in a perfect world, they would just would have wanted to keep Kawhi for the next ten years. Like that's what they wanted. It's just that he thought they were trying to, I don't know, ruin his career. It, honestly, when you look back at that, and this is my issue with the Kevin Durant injury, and this is my also issue with the NFL players bitching and moaning. Yeah, Emmanuel Acho or is your Sam Acho, whatever Acho you are, uh, Emmanuel. I no think. one cares if you get injured or not because I can replace you with a practice squad player, which there's a 50-50 chance the practice squad player is better than you. If you don't think that Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, this new doctor from Stanford, Joe Lacob, thinks that Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Kawhi Leonard, like their their franchises depend on these humans with every breath they take every day and everything they think about, you're you don't even you know not, you're an idiot. So like. Do I think the San Antonio Spurs intentionally kind of screwed Kawhi or try put him in harmful situations? Maybe there were disagreements, but big picture, I can't imagine. I've seen football conversations where people have been, yeah, ride him like a horse. He might leave next year, you know? Right, right. Yeah, you know, just keep him out there. He's not coming back. Who cares? That's they. They were Joe Lacob. I don't know. Is he Jewish? Was praying every night that he that Kevin Durant would eventually take his supermax. You know, the, this, all the Spurs ever wanted was for Kawhi to be happy in San Antonio and build their team around him. 
That's the way the the NBA does not work like the NFL unless you're a quarterback. And you notice quarterbacks never bitch about that because they don't have that problem because they're treated like NBA players. You know, that's why the Richard Sherman and everyone kept screaming, you suck at Russell because he was baby and pampered, like just uh, like Kevin Durant was since yeah. he's been here. Joe is Jewish, and that doesn't mean he can't pray. Yeah, he goes to uh, goes to temple and prays. Don't you think that everything Joe wanted since Kevin got here was for Kevin to go? I'll be here for the next ten years. That's right. all Joe ever dreamed of. Which is all the Sp- all the Spurs would have loved for Kawhi to be like, "Hey Kawhi, we think you're a future. We think you're an MVP, an NBA MVP, like many times over, and you can win championships here. We want you to be healthy and with us on our franchise for a- the rest of your career." Kawhi. There was we believed in you because what was the thing that they went to dinner with Clay and Kawhi and they liked Kawhi Kawhi more? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, before the, Popovich did. Yeah, before the draft. Now, granted that like Clay went off the board, so they wouldn't even have been both on the board. But it was pretty clear that they just liked Kawhi Leonard more. Because uh, then they trade George Hill to the Pacers for the pick, right, to get him. He won the Finals MVP for him. Like what? I, I just the NBA drama and the NFL drama have nothing in common. And it was just – I'll give Kawhi credit, though. Like him and Uncle Dennis, it worked out for them. Because I, I do think they would say, well, if we would have stayed on San Antonio, we probably don't win the championship, right? Right. right. But – Because you don't – because Clay and KD exist through the Western Conference Finals. But I'd also go – they also existed when Zaza put his leg under Kawhi. And you were kicking his ass, their ass. It's true. Like it's pretty clear that you put Kawhi on the floor with LeBron, with Kevin – with Clay, with Steph, at worst he's their equal, and at moments he's better, right? Like you can go, you can win a championship with him as your alpha. Yeah. Now you'd probably argue this team in Toronto is better than what they had in San Antonio, right? I think so. Especially it, against it, the Warriors. Yeah. Is it easier to get there? Who Toronto beat? Oh, they beat Milwaukee. So they beat Sixers in Milwaukee. It wasn't an easy road. Right, Sixers were good. No, Milwaukee. that went sick. Like, how is this world different if Milwaukee made the finals, which they could have? What if Philly made the final? What if Philly had, you know, Kawhi yeah. shot didn't go in? Yeah. Was that game tied when Kawhi hit that shot? Uh, yes, I think so. So they would have gone to OT. I'm pretty sure, right? It, it was, it was. Uh, I don't know if the Warriors lose to either one of those teams shorthanded. You don't think they lose in Toronto? Or, I mean, uh, to Philly? I don't know. I don't. I have a hard time seeing it. Embiid would have got a lot of rebounds. Would have. I just have a hard time. To, I mean, Ben Simmons can't shoot. I have a hard like, time seeing it. But it would have hard, like this is sports, right? Like this team was absolutely unequivocally, without question, going to win the championship, and then they didn't. If I told you this, I said you get a five-year run. The final three years, you get Kevin Durant, one of the best players ever. The first two years, you combined for. 67, 73, 140 regular season wins. You're the clearing away number one seed, best team in the league. But then when the second guy comes, when you sign Kevin Durant for the next three years, you're even better than that previous team that dominated the league. You have five-year stretch, and you only win three championships. Three's a lot better than two, but Mm. three still feels like, God. Three's a lot better than two. (laughs) Yeah, three's... Three's good. Like, the Shaq and Kobe uh, run is never viewed as a failure because they got the three. But a lot of people like, they should have got like five or six. 
I think people would be like, God damn, how'd these guys not win like five? This one we know because they had the injuries, but the one to LeBron hurts, I think, more now. It does. But you went, if we beat LeBron that year, Kevin's on a lock to come. So there's a domino effect. I don't know. Three. I don't know if beating LeBron would – I don't know if it would have – Yeah, maybe we've, it would have kept him. We've more. talked about it before. It wasn't a lock. Like, is it – it's not a failure, but is it a 100% success? Uh – yeah, I mean, for all practical terms, it was a wild success, I think. Yes. Like in a couple doesn't days. Doesn't mean it could it could have been better, no doubt. And like, I think when it's all said, when all these guys' career is over, if they, air quotes, only won three titles, we'd go, man, could have been four or five. But I'm with Draymond. Like, I don't think it's all over yet. Um, I don't. But Well, here, here's an issue, guy. If Clay is gone, worst case scenario for all of next year, and let's just assume Kevin leaves, it puts a little bit of a spotlight on Draymond because now they'll improve a little bit incrementally with a move here or two, but they're going to depend on Draymond, and he's going into this last year of his contract, and he's going to be wanting this Big Max deal. Makes it a little trickier, right? For sure. For sure. I just, like, to me, we're still talking about a, hand, a, a handful of superstars that are, even in NBA age, still near their primes. So that gives you a chance. That have done it, and, and that have been through wars. Like, that have done it before. Yeah, I thought tonight was a war. And they, they answered the bell at every moment possible. I, I don't remember many teams... LeBron, I mean, LeBron and the Heat folded that fourth year. The Warriors have yet to fold. Like, this wasn't a fold, right? They yeah. have yet to fold. Think about that. Kobe Shaq folded against the Pistons. Now, that was more they hated each other. LeBron was more they were just over it. This Warriors this Warriors group never folds. Now, part of that is Draymond refuses to let him, right? Like, it's just his style. He's just going to keep swinging, and then Steph keeps shooting, they just, they're just not a fold group. Right. And it's not like tonight. And Clay, I mean, like, really, until Clay got hurt, like, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't yeah, folding. Well, he 100%, like, he, he's not a fold guy either. But I'm saying, even once he goes down, like, just the way they just keep attacking, you know, like, you watch blowouts in NBA history. And, Le and again, like, LeBron's an all time great, but he's just like, whatever. <laughs> right. Once he just sees the finality of it, like, they were undermanned. They had to, they shouldn't have. Riddick had a good tweet. He's like, I'm forever. Like, no one can ever talk shit about the Warriors. Like, this, they should have got their ass kicked in the fourth quarter. And somehow they had a chance to tie the game or take the lead with nine seconds left. And, Steph, just, got, and Steph got a shot, John. And Steph got a shot. Wide open shot? No, I'm not calling it wide open. But a good look. A good look. I think in the circumstance, yeah, a good look. Have you seen the video that I just texted you of the guy trying to get an autograph from Steph in the tunnel walking back to the locker room after Steph just lost the NBA Finals? <laughs> like, you know, for people, anyone that's been Oracle knows there's a hallway that goes from the court, and that hallway is used by the players, and it's used by the fans. Usually they stop everybody when players are coming through. 
But this guy is trying to get an article from an autograph from Steph on a Steph jersey. Like, hey man, you see this video? I just saw it. My first reaction is, how out of touch could you be? My second reaction is, if you are going to be out of touch, that's a pretty good effort by that guy. Because how do you get how do you get down there? Because usually you've been down there when they're, the players are coming through. They they just kind of no one else can walk. That guy finagled his way, kind of genius move to put him in that self in that position. Yeah, how do you get there? <laughs> I don't know. That is ballsy. Is that you give him credit for that, or is that uh, a little too far? Uh, I, I think Uncouth. you and me, you and me are a little too far deep down the road. To like, our first reaction is always going to be that guy's an idiot. But I, I like it. It would take like Tiger Woods or something to make me starstruck. You know, it's like I've, I, I get it. But then I go, well, is that guy just trying to get it signed to then sell? Because you told me the story of, like, being with a former Super Bowl MVP that you knew a guy that was trying to get these autographs. It's just a shady world. You know, even that guy that looks harmless, is there a chance that that guy's coming in for the wrong reasons? <laughs> I don't know what to trust anymore. We how about the video of the guy uh, by the tunnel when Clay came back? Who, was that CeeLo? <laughs> no, that was a great tweet. Maybe. <laughs> Do you know for a second? Got and this the top is like, <laughs> it was like the little kid in me. He's down. It's like, oh my god, did he just terrorized me. And then the place, even everyone, the entire building has to be thinking it. Like everyone in the building is just like, oh my god, he just tore his knee. It's the little kid in everyone. I mean, the average ticket price tonight I saw was like eighteen hundred bucks. The place just starts chanting. I, I was I was told by a person in in the uh, in the biz, John, who you know, texted Lower me and said, "Do you want?" Was the guy named Mark Stevens? Yeah. He's like, "Do you want Mark Stevens tickets tonight?" And I said, "How much?" <laughs> he would have the ability to sell them if I wanted them, and he said, thirty. <laughs> Total or a piece? A piece. Thousand. Do you know what's crazy? And it occurred, I never my... texted him back, and it occurred to me later, like, what if it really was just like these seats are just untouchable nobody wants them they're going for thirty dollars and i ignored it because i thought he meant thirty thousand if he said hey you get 30 a piece yeah i'd go well since i don't have a credit card that even sniffs that limit i think my highest credit card is like 18 <laughs> second i got i got 10 of that already used so i only got eight available it, i don't have 30 cash lying around i wouldn't even have the capability guy in my financial situation Maybe I can call the bank and be like, could I take out a loan against the value that has increased? I'm like, I don't even know. I would not have the ability to pay for it. Could I Could I pay like 10 down? Like, I'm serious. I, like that, I owe you. I do not have 30 grand. I, I like, I, could I, could you wait till tomorrow's business day where I sell all my stocks? Like, I, what is, I don't have the ability to do it. Well, the good news 30 is. 30 a piece. Yeah, 30 a piece. Okay, take a step back. Would you ever, like, even if I was worth fifty million, I, I wouldn't pay thirty grand to go to a basketball game. And I, love I don't think I would either. But if it cost thirty grand to have that experience, and that money was a drop in the bucket to me, then I can't guarantee that I wouldn't. Like, I don't yeah, think I would. It, I've got a hard time imagining it. But I also have a hard time imagining a thirty thousand dollars being a drop in the bucket to me. So, well, think about this: if you, had I once thought anything more than thirty dollars for jeans was insane. Well, exactly. Yeah. If, you, if it was a drop in the bucket. Think about this, and you're 50, and Guy Jr.'s 12, and he wants to go to the game. Like, he's dropping the bucket. Why wouldn't you go? That name's already been next, so. 
Thirty grand a piece for G- Steven Stevens. GJ has been next. Yeah, thirty grand. What What do you think Stevens was doing tonight? <laughs> Watching it with KD. Uh, do Do you think is there a chance? Because I could, I would do this, and this guy, and it feels like as petty as I am, I'd imagine Lakeup is tenfold worse. That Lakeup's going to blame some of this on Stevens, right? Even though indirectly he had nothing to do with any of it they just it started getting the good weird. news is that the, the emotion of the whole thing there were so many crazy moments since that crazy moment that uh it almost feels like it's been forgotten but i could see if you're like a and you kind of had his back and you were like boys with stevens because you've been in the business with him and he even if he helped you buy the team which i just initially kind of thought because he probably did that by this point after losing when like was dead set on winning three straight he just lost two of his star players to potentially season-ending injuries for next season, and one guy might be leaving anyway. He's so fucking mad yeah. that he could justify in his mind that Mark Stevens is dead to him. He owes him nothing anymore. That his karma ruined everything as they head into his arena that Blake of just – he's been trying for like five years, him and Welts, going with all these crazy liberal people in San Francisco getting these ordinance passed. They keep double charging him. It's just such a pain in his ass. And they're finally going in there, and then he loses the NBA Finals. He just probably wants to kill Mark Stevens. Because that would be a guy you could take your anger out. Like, you can't be super mad at Steve, right? You can't be super mad at Steph. But you can be super mad at Mark Stevens. And if a, if a story comes out that Lakeup hates Mark Stevens, it's everyone would support him, right? Right, just to change, would, the, change the narrative. Yeah, just Lakeup cannot – Stomach, Mark. Stevens. He always hated him, John. He always yeah, hated the juju that Mark Stevens put on his team. That's what I'd do if I was like him. I'd just turn all my anger toward him. It's an easy one because you can't. Because you kind of want to get mad at Bob. Like Bob crying makes you look bad. You can't really yell at Steve. I mean, he's brought you a lot. You can't yell at anything about Steph. I mean, Clay's knees. Who knows what? Even like Iguodala, who played hit or miss, or Draymond. Like you owe them a lot. So you got to turn your anger to someone. I think Mark Stevens is the perfect culprit. Yeah. I, I would imagine that Lake of just – Mark Stevens is dead to him. Like they just have zero contact moving forward. Because like you said, they're already giving us – they're calling Guy Haberman for his fucking seats. Game six of the NBA Finals last night at Oracle. I know who, I know who called you too. I could have told him, like, yeah, that would be the last guy I'd call. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I can afford, did, did they give him away? Did they sell him? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you can do. realize though where that is a hard thing to move. Like, think about the clientele. Like, who could you call to not get? Like, yeah, I'm interested. And then you get the then you get the number and you immediately hang up. Right? Like, what? How many people go? Yeah, I'm interested. One and but, then two would pay that. Yeah. See, I think you. I think the people you really call are the people that have paid it before. Like, that's where you start, right? So. Would you imagine that number's been higher when they were potentially going to win? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think that's the highest that number's been. So you call someone that's paid it before, and that number is now lower. So yeah, why or somebody that's or somebody that's paid. Hey, man, I know you paid twenty five. Could you do thirty for this game? We'll get you. We'll get you. You know, something. We'll get you some Metallica tickets too. Well, think about it. If you're like the Zuckerberg of Danville, whoever. I mean, Zuckerberg might live in Danville, like. That money is nothing to you, and if you have a kid, like yeah, I'll come to the game with my kid or my wife, or it's an easy one. You think? Uh, uh, yeah. What am I? What you did I? Oh, I just had a sixty grand date. <laughs> Went to the Warriors game. They lost. 
You think Kawhi's on the Raptors next year? Uh, first reaction is no. And if he's not, then it's still totally worth it, right? Like, you don't wouldn't even for a split second consider that it wasn't worth it. They won the NBA championship. Yeah, I mean, and he won, and he won the Finals MVP, and he had one of the greatest statistical playoffs in the history of the NBA. I think it's been one of the greatest one this one year of evidence trades we've ever seen in our lifetime, guy. Can you name me a better one? I don't yeah, think well, and, and the thing is too, like we see it in other sports a lot. Like we see it in baseball down the stretch, right at the trade deadline. But in the off season, a guy with one year left well, on his deal. I'll, I'll give you an example. The Bears, just this one year they so far they've got at Cleo Mack. Couldn't have gone much better, right? They won the division. He became a super, super duper star. Everyone views him as like even bigger than he was with the Raiders. They still had to give up two first round. Like, think of what they had to give to acquire him. They just gave up DeMar DeRozan. It's not like they had to give up like three future first round picks. Not like that would even matter. They didn't but give they up also that knew, much. Yeah, no, and uh, I'll just add to it. The Bears knew they were going to extend Khalil Mack when they got him. Yeah, I mean, that, that's part of it. So the Raptors, if Kawhi Leonard would have said, like, part of the contingency of, well, you got to trade more because you're going to get him for longer, it would have cost more. You're right. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's fair. So it's not it's not an apples-to-apples apples one at all, actually. But I'm trying to think, like, that's one of the better ones in the last, like, five, ten years, right? Khalil Mack. Like, the Bears think they got – yeah, uh, every Bears fan would tell you that's the greatest steal we, we would have given four first rounders. So KD wins a championship with the Warriors, leaves, doesn't eat for free forever. Kawhi no. wins a championship, leaves, will eat for free forever. I actually think him tearing his Achilles, even if he leaves off the Achilles, he gets a little. I, like if I was a business owner. A restaurant owner, he came into my. I'd take care of him. I think it totally softens everything. I think like I, I everyone think went so. out with the do it for Kevin and all this. It obviously makes it more likely than zero that he stays. Who knows? Maybe there were some. You know what's funny is there wasn't a lot of do it for Kevin when Kevin was out for a month. Like besides Stephen Clay right? or Draymond, just answer that though. Say that again. When Kevin was out for the month, there wasn't a lot of let's do it. Do it for Kevin. No, it, it changed the narrative. Then he part. comes back and it's like all right. Beside like Steph, Clay, and Draymond, of Warriors fans that would be like see one of those guys out and be able to buy them a drink, who on the team beside those guys would consistently a guy want to buy a drink for? Iguodala, Livingston, I think, are kind of grandfathered in. Like if you just saw Sean Livingston out and you could buy him a drink, right? I think a lot of Warriors fans are like I got Livingston. What do you want, right? They do that for Iguodala clearly. Who else is that extended? <laughs> Yeah, the list kind of should be. Kevin. Yeah. Kerr. Yeah. Bob. Bob Myers. Ron Adams. Problem is no one know no one know who he was. He'd go to the same restaurant over and over again and they'd know him there. Yeah. Italian place. Like Boogie, no. I'm not saying like, oh that's Boogie Cousins, you're just like I'm just saying like legitimately out of respect. Right. You know? Right. Like a respect drink. Or just stop. Like, if you walk by Draymond on the street tomorrow, if you were a Warriors fan, you'd just be like, hey, man, if you were just a normal Warriors fan that didn't have a fucking Sharpie and a jersey in your hand, mm -hmm. you would go, hey, man, played your ass off, appreciate it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Over this run, there aren't that many of them, mainly because the group was kind of small. I, I think it gets a little complicated. I, I do think the feeling might, like, if Kevin has a torn Achilles guy and in. 
three weeks or two and a half weeks, Woj reports like he's going to the Knicks on a tour of the Achilles. People's emotions swing fast. They do. They do. But I also think like people come to grips. He was already going to do it. Yeah. And I just the whole the, the fact that there his whole time here, there was always this discussion about can he prove to everybody that he's one of us? And like the la- the irony is that it took that for everyone to get on the same for everyone to agree. Right. Everyone now. Everyone after the Achilles, there wasn't anybody left. Like, is he really about the team? Like, that has not. Like, no one is saying that anymore. Looney would get two drinks from everyone. Looney would get right? drinks. Yep. Looney would get drinks for sure. Bogut just because he'd probably be a fun hang. He, <laughs> I'd buy him a drink just because he'd probably buy you one back. Mark Jackson. What, what do you think? Your honest assessment is: Is Mark Jackson calling a game? He's not, uh, he's not that terrible. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't. You know, everyone's like, I've pro- I've pro- Doris I've Burke. It's like, that's <laughs> it. It's like oh, the only person that can call. I, I, with Van Gundy, like, I think the combination of the two of them. Jeff is, helps them out a they lot. Have a, just but they just have a good mix. Like, they just. Yeah. And Doris is great, too. But, I mean, like, people on Twitter acts like she's the only person that can call an NBA game. And that Mark is like, can't find his own ass. It's like everyone. You know what's funny is everyone loved Mark before he was the Warriors coach. Now maybe and that Amanda. was before like social was as anal- social was like as knowledge like it was just now people are, like really everyone on Twitter's breaking down games like you have really well, smart that's... people watching games or breaking down games. Well, think about that guy. Kerr's been the coach for five years. He was the coach for three years. That's eight years ago. So that's a lo- you're right. That's before social ch- yeah, really a had change. a huge. A lot's changed. And I also think he coached, and then you just start talking about other things, and you get a you know just because someone you think they're good on TV doesn't mean. Like I think there are people that on there are analysts for well, channels, the one, and then you talk to people that really know, and they're like, "Yeah, that guy." You, you know, if you really talk to that person, they don't know what they're talking about. Now, games, it's easier to get exposed because you're talking a lot longer than if you're doing studio. But I'm just saying, like, it's funny to me. I think what I think his all the stuff that has happened since he like the his the the Mark Jackson coaching era has affected the way he gets judged now on TV. And I I would defend Mark Jackson. I think it's a little unfair that he gets judged like he was Jim Tom Sula of basketball coaches, and he clearly wasn't right. Like they were competitive, they were good. Like he installed a. Well, the problem is everything you say he installed. Like he installed a good defense. Well, it was it was Urban. You know that they ended up firing for recording. He installed a good offense. Well, they had the Splash Bros. Like so, you can always ca- I could I could play the lake up and counter all day long. Yeah. Well, he just, he's Mark Jackson. Well, he kicked the logo out of practice. <laughs> I mean, that, that, his last like six months, not even that long, last couple months, Woj was on a mission to ruin his career. Do you notice that Woj doesn't do the hit pieces anymore? You mean he now made, that he's at, you think because he's at ESPN? Well, I, I even noticed like that last couple years at Yahoo, he, he had a stretch when he became Woj. He would come at you like John Wick style. And just empty the clip of just you'd be like, what did he just write? Because he his detail was just precise. You realize why he's got all these stories. The fucking detail he had in his stories was just incredible. It'd be like he told Jerry West if he didn't lead the practice field, that he, like he would come back, beat up his children. It was just he'd be saying shit that you're like, oh, I can't believe. Do you see what Woj wrote? That's why I think Woj kind of became a legend in the sports community because his articles were just. These scathing hit pieces sourced from like uh, from a prominent executive on the team. He'd <laughs> be like, what, you mean Bob Myers? <laughs> you know? His his source got Mark Jackson was like, he had it to a T. He nailed him. 
He came up the top rope. Maybe he did that on a lot of other people. People say that have been reading Woj for a long time that I guess he used to crush LeBron before he left to Miami because, like, stories were... I remember Buker telling us this, that, like, LeBron's camp kind of cut Woj off. And, you you know, everyone's terrible. You can't never cut Woj off. So he used to go for the jugular. They must have <laughs> rehabbed a little bit because he's a little nice for doing now. But, again, he doesn't write the hit pieces. To me, his the most vivid last hit pieces that he was writing were on Mark Jackson. And they were scathing. Because a couple hit when we were doing a radio show. We're like, oh, my God, we got a show. Apparently, now, did you see this tweet from Slater, by the way? No. Clay told Steve on his way off the court, just two-minute rest, I'll be ready. <laughs> I love that guy, man. Would you say Sorry Clay that would point, be... But... Would you say Clay would be more grandfathered in on a on a drink, the buy? Like everyone would be like, then I got is. you. Just everyone in the Warriors run. I mean, I don't know if you could get more than Steph, but even being equal to Steph would be pretty special. I think Clay's pretty damn equal now. In a uh, weird yeah, way. In that way, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, when people talk about him, the respect he holds. I don't know if his career's been better, but it feels like He's he's as close to being on equal footing as he ever could have been. Just the way these last couple like he's had these moments in these games where you go, this motherfucker is incredible. Yeah, like I think in the grand scheme of I'm the NBA, I'm not saying that he's Clay, better than Steph Curry. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think in the grand scheme of the NBA, Steph is clearly on another tier. But if you had a, a champions dinner, him and Steph would both sit in the same place. Well, like when you say this, they would the be Bay allowed area. to roll together. But I just think those guys just an end like. If Michael was sitting there, he like Scotty's coming with me. You're like, of course Scotty's going with you. Like Steph and Clay would just walk in together, right? Like Shaq and Kobe wouldn't walk in together. They'd be equal. They'd just be individuals. Right. Where Shaq, where, to me, Michael and Kobe or Michael and Scotty might walk in together. Like Steph and Clay should walk in together. And to me, defi- like they are the ultimate. Their their name is a little soft. It sounds a little soft, but to me, it's really kind of cool because it kind of represents like those two are a tandem, an ass kicking tandem. And Clay, honestly, in some big physical games, you might even like rely on him a little more. He just can do more, you know. And you, I mean, you see this guy chasing around Kawhi Leonard. He he plays defense. It was Not incredible. Steph tries, but he just can only do so much. He was incredible. Did they what say else? you read anything on Twitter about his injury or no? No. Hey, Doctor Haberman's first reaction: eyeball MCL. That's my. Well, that's to me. That's not a crazy injury, if that's the case. No, that would be a wild success, joy. But I don't know. Maybe it would have stayed in if it was that. I, I don't know. I, what if he come back think, out with a massive I, I knee do, brace? I do think the one thing the Warriors have earned that forever they were viewed as like, oh, they're just kind of soft. They're just so good. It's so easy for them. They earned this year like some toughness points, and some of that was Kevin. But like Clay, just don't ever forget, I'm the toughest motherfucker in the league. <laughs> you know. And Kevon Looney's like, I know none of you've all ever heard of me, but I'm a badass. I mean, I, I, I can only hold up one hand on the rebound because my other hand I can't put up past my head. Like, they, they, their culture is tough. Yeah. And they, they, they have a lot of the Spurs vibe to them. Like, the Spurs were always viewed as, you know, they're not the easiest team to watch because they just, they're just going to win, but it's not the prettiest thing. But they were just kind of badass, tough guys. Like, the Warriors were viewed as, like, the, the more – highly scoring version of the Spurs. Like, they were going to win all the time, but it was softer. It was like the what Barkley said, jump shooting team. Like, to me, they're a tough guy team. I just think when your best player is Steph, 
even though he's a tough guy also, like, hey, guys, he overcame, like, debilitating ankle injuries. Like, you don't do that without having some toughness to you. Like, their team, like, Durant, that's the one thing why Durant always felt like didn't quite fit in, that he wasn't that tough. And I think he tried to, he finally, like, fuck this. I'm going to be, I'm a warrior, right? I'm going to be a tough guy. Right. Like, Clay said, like, I'm good. I got to I gotta go back here because they're telling me, but I'll be back. That's just the way they're wired. That's that's not the way the NBA works. Like, you think Carl Anthony Towns or Devin Booker or, you know, <laughs> go down the list of the, 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 the max young guys in this league are fighting through this? You guys watch the league? You know, I've all, I always struggle with like the way the NBA's talked about. You guys watch the league like But also November think about through- Yeah, but I would also say this, right? I I agree with everything you just said. But comparing these guys to Carl Anthony Towns is not fair to anybody. Like the the comps for these guys are the three Pete Lakers, the Popovich Spurs, Jordan's Bulls, right? But, like but- Dynast, point, dynasty. No, I, I I get your point. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, what I'm saying though is like, their comps are not who they're playing against in today's NBA. Like, their comps are so much bigger than that. Yeah, so John Stockton. Those, uh, those, you know whoever. Yeah, those guys are just like picking pick out random sorry. superstars like yeah. that we think are up and coming because they got a shoe, and they are up and coming. Like, yeah, it was like the Bad Boy Pistons. They're not in the same the breath as what we just witnessed over the last five years, and. Yeah, the, you know, maybe Kevin comes back to the Warriors in 2021 and they got a chance to win a championship. But this run of where I will agree with what you were saying about just like the run of they were we knew they were the best team in the, in the NBA. Like that is done, right? Like we don't know anything now. For five years, we we felt like we knew they were going to win the championship and they didn't win it all those five years. They won yeah, they're probably not the best team in the NBA next year. I feel good saying that. But More even 20 likely. like. Let's say you know, they re-sign Durant. He's coming back in 2021. Whatever happens with Clay happens. They don't win a title in 2020. Do we know they're winning in 2021? Like, that doesn't that, – you don't have to know ahead of time. But, like, to me, you win in 2021, and now we can be like, oh, maybe that's part of the dynasty still. But I feel confident the Splash Bros. I don't know about Draymond. <laughs> He's a wild card in this situation. He also – Rich Paul now represents him, and he keeps tweeting about Rich Paul in the Sports Illustrated magazine. So, like, oh, I don't know about that one. But I do think the Splash Bros got one more run into them. I now, do too. maybe like the Splash Bros, and I'm just talking shit about them, like, and they've added Carl Anthony Towns, you know, or, you know, just whatever. Well, like, they've added Porzingis. I don't even know, but just, they've added Zion, I, you know, in like three years. I'm just throwing out random names. They, maybe they have added, I, I don't even know, but just someone that's young and sweet to go with their kind of old. That, that moment's happened before. So th- that to me is not inconceivable. And those games, those sorry, Steph and Clay's games should should age really well. But look, in fairness to Carl Anthony Towns, like he's been in the league four years, right? He's been an All Star twice. Steph Steph wasn't an All Star until his fifth year in the NBA. Steph Curry, maybe the most unique, one of the most unique players in the history of the NBA, a man who changed the game, was not an All Star until his fifth year in the league. But he had battled a lot of injuries. Unlike Carl hadn't. Oh, totally. I'm just no. I know, but no. Carl's played every game. I don't know why he shit on Carl Anthony Towns. Well, mainly because he got saying, 150 million. Yeah, I'm just saying. If I if I told time. you next year, what if I told you this? I said Draymond's gone, Kevin's gone. They got a bunch of new role players. Let's say Clay's not that hurt. He comes back. They've got Carl Anthony Towns with those two guys. You'd be like, watch the fuck out, right? Yeah, you just say they got a real. They got a shot, right? That's what you'd say. Yeah, because what well, would Carl Anthony Towns probably be? Better, right? And I'm not talking numbers-wise. I'm just saying he'd become a better player. I, I, 
look, this year's just a great example that it works both ways. Nothing's guaranteed. So that no one can like, people tell them, like I'm already seeing on Twitter like it's dead, it's over. It's like, well, they were they were guaranteed to win the championship this year. Guaranteed. Well, took an Achilles and an ACL. Yeah, but yeah, and then they didn't. <laughs> to, to 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 the two of the three guys you can't have before. Like it could have they would have died for that ACL. No offense to Queen Cook, but to be Queen Cook, right? Well, yeah, I know who the best team in the NBA was, but you don't get to hang a banner for that. Guy says you're the best team, and everyone yeah. else agrees. But so what? Yeah, it's just. Uh, you think Dray- percentage chance Draymond's on this team next year? Eighty. Yeah, I think it's pretty high. Draymond on this team long long term. I I feel like Draymond's career is gonna. I know we're all predicting how quickly it's going to fall off a cliff. I feel like it's going to look like his his seasons do, where it's like for a long stretch of time, you're like, ah, is he got anything left? And then, bam, he looks well, everyone's like Everyone's like, Who, who's going to give Draymond the max? Well, I don't know. He just had 12, 19, and 13 in a must-have game, right? Yeah, as how like many, the, as like the what? This, what was he? What, if we said 10 players on the floor, where did he rank in height? Like, at best, there were four guys taller than him on the court. Is Kawhi taller than him? Yeah. Siakam's taller. Ibaka's taller. Gasol's taller. Clay's taller. DeMarcus is taller. DeMarcus is taller. Looney's taller. Yeah, I mean, he bought him three. (laughs) He almost had 20 boards. Like, how many guys... Like, if if I told you Siakam would have had a 13, 19, 12 game, everyone would be blowing him, right? No one really... People just, like... He doesn't really get appreciated for that type stuff anymore. Of course he's doing that. Now, his eight turnovers were bad, but... But I also think he... I'm watching him going like, is this guy the point guard? Well, he was a lot of so, times. So, you know, I mean, it's it's a little unfair. The Raptors had 12 total turnovers. And he had a what? Would you say eight or nine by himself? He, he, he had eight. The Warriors had 16, so he had half. Now, Clay had a lot, too. And Steph had... I mean, Steph and Clay each had three. Yeah, I mean, it was a bad night for turnovers. Cousins had three. It was a bad night. Well, I just just got a text from our buddy, Ryan Radke. Or my buddy, but by proxy yours, because he listens to the podcast. I'll I'll claim him as a buddy. buddy And a huge, massive Warrior fan. And I I can't even, I'm not going to, I know he's going to be listening to this on the treadmill. Skinny Rats. Is he he from the Bay Area? Yeah. And uh, uh, he went to De La Salle. And he... uh, I think, he, I think he went to De La Salle. Tell me if that's not right, Red. But um, <laughs> he just sent me like seven text messages in a row, and they're all really long. And like the eighth one is like, I did not see this game, nor will I ever. <laughs> uh, he, I think he's working tonight, and he's not going to watch the game. That sucks. Because he just can't, can't do it. Oracle's done. Uh, and you know what, man? Like, I know no one wanted Oracle to go out with a loss, but it went out with just like some all-time tough guy efforts, and that's okay too. Like, that's part of what Oracle is, right? It just represents. It doesn't just Oracle for a long time did not represent winning, but it did in part represent Oakland. And the Warriors didn't go out with a win at Oracle, but they went out with a just guns blazing effort, and. uh I don't know. That doesn't keep anybody warm at night, but maybe there's something poetic about that. The other thing, like, if you go to Oracle, like, part of going to the Coliseum, if you've been to other NFL or Major League Baseball 
stadiums, you're like, this place kind of sucks, right? I mean, it's not bad once the game's going on, but just, it's really old. It just, it's bad. You know, it's just, oh, it's just old. Oracle, once you're in it, just kind of feels like a normal NBA arena, right? Because a, a basketball arena is about, it doesn't feel that out of place. You agree with that? You mean just like the building itself? Yeah, I'm just saying once you're inside, it just feels like you're in an NBA arena. <laughs> Unless you've been to another NBA arena and you try to walk the concourses at Oracle. Yeah, the, that the, the concourses are tight, but I'm just saying like once you're, it just, yeah. it just kind of has an feel NBA like feel. A Bart, it's like an homage to BART stations. But I'm now with you. I guess I have you been you've been to Staples I never have I've been to, but like Golden uh, One right Golden like, One's pretty sweet yeah, <laughs> so yeah I mean you know it's a little outdated but still it's like I don't know I'm gonna miss it a little now again logistically it was great for me I you know if you told me that oh, Middlecoff do you think you'll be a chase John. game in the next five years uh, our days of ingress egress not the Raiders and the uh, but the but it's not that bad for you like, you can take an Uber there. Yeah, but you know what it's like going four miles in San Francisco. It's like, and down there, it's going to be a zoo. Like, I don't like want to take you, an Uber. I don't want to take a 45-minute Uber four miles. That's gonna I was going to say, when you go to a Giants dollars. game, but the only time when you go to a Giants game is you do BP Bandit, so you're out of there by dinner. Hey, like, wait, hey whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, want to do it, you, want to, you can't do BP Bandit at a basketball game, right? Cause What's he, the point? The, yeah, but even if you were going early, if the game is seven thirty, you'd still go there at five thirty. So it's a zoo to get over there. You're I do, right. I do uh, Ron Adams workout bandit. I watch the early shoot around. But what time's early shoot around in an NBA game? Five thirty for seven thirty game. Nah, I feel like it's a little earlier than that. Five four forty five five. It's going to be dramatically different for these guys. They're just going to just the timing. It's going to be easier for the away team that's staying at the Four Seasons on market just to shoot the bus down the street, right? But for the player, like, is Draymond moving out of the Oakland Hills? You know? Is Clay? Like, I, I would imagine they like living where they're living. They're going to move? Now, again, money's no issue, so could they buy a $5 million apartment? Pretty easily. <laughs> but still, do they want, you know, it's like, I you can tell, like, they're not necessarily looking like I don't think the players are looking forward to this because it changed their lives, right? In, in a way that's kind of a pain in the ass. Because at just, the end of the day, I, it's just I don't, I, not tonight. <laughs> I can't worry about their trout. <laughs> the, Steph, Steph's in a in a Mercedes bus. You know what's funny is I, I you won't meet a more anti-player empowerment guy than me, and I was like, because I do relate. I hate bad travel, and I despise like. Tough travel, so I, I relate to that for these guys. Like, they got to go over the bridge, guy, at fucking 5 o'clock. Sometimes battle some Giants games. It gets tough. They're playing deep into the playoffs. You're right. Steph has a Mercedes van that takes him, picks him up at his house. He doesn't know. He just, has he's just food waiting for him. Yeah, he's just on his phone until they stop the car and open the door. <laughs> yeah, it's easy for him. I tried to get us one of those for tomorrow, but I couldn't get anyone to call him back. I don't know. We're like Fred Van Vliet. I tried. All right. Uh, we're going to Pebble on Friday. If you're listening to this on Friday, this is going out. Uh, we're finishing this up just after um, 10 p.m. on uh, Thursday night. So, See you tomorrow, buddy. See you in a few hours. We'll, I'll, I'll, uh, the uh, grocery outlet parking lot down in San Jose. I'll see you there. The, the address you sent me. Yeah, it's actually a Starbucks. But uh, look for us on TV Friday, everybody. Yeah, we'll, uh, I plan on getting a Starbucks when I see you. Okay. Later. Later.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.